welcome to Jersey Guy Sports, your sports talk home for the Yanks, the Giants, the Rangers, and the Rutgers Carl Knights. And I'm your host, Don. I want to thank you for listening. Today, I'm going to be talking about Gavin Wimsat's disastrous play across Rutgers again in a 24-13 road loss to Wisconsin on Saturday. So let's go ahead and get started. Sometimes for Rutgers, things never change, right? We have a season where we're looking good. We win four of the first five. We look pretty good in doing so. We have a defense that seems very, very competitive in the Big Ten, but some things never change. Rutgers on Saturday lost to Wisconsin on the road, 24-13, doomed by Gavin Wimsett's disastrous fucking interception in a game where Rutgers defense played pretty damn well again. Gavin Wimsett threw yet another calamitous, game-changing interception this time it was a 95-yard friggin' pick six at the end of the first half that effectively sealed the game. This happened just before halftime. Rutgers had been putrid, I would say, the entire first half on offense. Just disgusting. Could not move the ball. We looked just offensive on offense. Wimsack continued to miss throw after throw after throw. In addition to that, he also made poor decisions on running play. Like, all we do, right, 90% of our running plays are the stupid read option play, right? Where, you know, Menungai runs up the middle and Gavin Wimsett either hands it to him or doesn't hand it to him and runs the ball himself. Well, 90% of the time he keeps handing it to Menungai, even if the read is not there. So the read option doesn't really become any option at all. It's just a straight handoff up the middle. And he's doing that. He's making his reads terribly. So it's not just his bad passing. He's also not making correct reads on the read option. It was just a terrible first half on offense for Rutgers. And we were down, I would say, what was it? 10 nothing, right? A few minutes left in the first half. I'm sorry, guys. I'm recording this right after the game, so I'm trying to get my facts straight here. Rutgers was down 10 nothing with a few minutes left in the first half. We had finally, finally put together a drive. And the first half was just about to end. We were on the Wisconsin five-yard line, like 15 seconds left in the half. Wimsat makes a disastrous read. Throws out toward the sideline, throws an interception. 95 yards later, it's 17 nothing. We were down 10 nothing. Having a touchdown there, we would have been down 10 7 as the first half ends. Instead, instead of 10 7, we're down 17 nothing and the game was over. It was a dagger. And it was the second time in three weeks that Gavin Wimstead has done this in a critical spot. You guys might remember the Michigan game. He threw a pick six. We were down 17-7. We were driving. We were deep in Michigan territory, about the 30, 25-yard line. And on fourth and two, that infamous fourth and two that I hated the call from Shiano to actually go for it at all. But on that fourth and two, it was the same result at a critical time. A long pick six thrown by Wimsat that ended up turning a close game into a game that Rutgers was basically finished in. And it happened again, again. And it was a dagger this time in Wisconsin. It's feeling to me like Rutgers cannot win in the Big Ten with Gavin Wimsatt at quarterback. And I know we have to be patient, and we've been patient. He's scarred how many games in a row now for Rutgers? Probably, I don't know, 10, 11, 12 games in a row at this point for Rutgers. You get a feel for what a quarterback is. Any perceived improvement? For Gavin Wimsett seems imaginary to me and does not pass the eye test. Wimsett 
when I'm watching him, he continues to stare down his receivers too much. And you guys, if you know anything about quarterbacking, you know when you drop back in a pocket with multiple receivers in a route, you're not supposed to stare at one receiver and then throw the ball to that receiver because that leads the defenders to that receiver and bad things tend to happen. Wimsat does continue to stare down receivers too much. More importantly than that, he continues to be inaccurate with his passes over and over and over again. For some reason, the people reporting on this game, and some podcasters, but NJ.com and other reporters, continue to write otherwise about his accuracy. And they keep writing that he's improving. And I think they must be drunk, you know, or maybe just wishful, because Gavin Wimsett is not accurate. I think the writers just grasped me for any signs that Wimsat might be our quarterback. Uh, you know, it feels like he really isn't our quarterback at this point. It, it sucks. He completed a few passes, but he's not a good enough quarterback to compete in the Big Ten. As, as I said earlier, too, his terrible decisions on running plays, which are supposed to be read options, have been very, very bad. Just about every play he ends up hand, handing off to Manungai when there's nowhere for him to run, where if he just held the ball and ran outside because it's a read option. You know, he would have had much more yards and never was that more evident than in Wisconsin today. He just kept handing it to Kyle Manunga up the middle and he kept getting stuffed for no yards. Now, for this game, unlike Rutgers' first five games, Rutgers did not get off to a strong start. Rutgers' previous five games, we had the lead in every single game, even including the Michigan game. But this game, Rutgers did not get off to a strong start. Wisconsin started the ball with the ball, drove right down the field. The defense did toughen, though, up, and Wisconsin settled for three. Again, the defense was was good, and we have a real Big Ten defense, and we can hang our hat on that. So at the end of this podcast, you know, I, I want to remember to say, of all the bad things, our defense continues to be something that we can point to as a point that this team in general is rising, even if the offense is not, at least not fast enough. Longer beam ended up making a good play on third down on that first drive. And he also made an excellent breakup on Wisconsin's next series on a third down. Again, Longer beam is a really good defensive back. Matter of fact, he's an underrated defensive back on Rutgers. And he seems to get less attention than Max Melton, but he's probably better at cornerback than Max Melton is at this point. Uh, Longer beam is, is an excellent, excellent defensive back. In any case, Rutgers went three and out on their first possession. Immediately... The start of this game seemed worse than previous games. You could tell right away. The defense, you know, played very well early and really throughout. They couldn't get to the quarterback much again. Uh, there were so many times when their Kyle Mordecai, the quarterback, kept escaping. We, we got so close, and he'd just make one step up or one step out, and we miss him. And we did not make any enough, I would say, defensive adjustments to actually get sacks on the quarterback. I think we were too worried about other things. Um and we kept just not getting enough pressure on him. And as strong as the Rutgers defense has played this year, and they've been really strong, they do need to find a way to get to the quarterback more than they're doing. They do pressure the quarterback sometimes, but not enough. And they certainly are not getting enough actual sacks, which is something I think <clears throat> if we had to speak about anything on the defensive side, that's something that they could you know, ask or, you know, aspire to and try to try to actually get more sacks. But, you know, nothing about this game had to do with the defense as far as why Rutgers lost. Rutgers' offense continued, continued to struggle. Mostly Wimsat did. Wimsat continues to be inaccurate at times. As and For example, for the defense, as Wisconsin was moving the ball well in the second quarter, the Rutgers defense forced a fumble <clears throat> at the three-yard line. 
made a play, recovered it. What did the offensive do? The offensive team do? Went three and out, punted the ball all of 25 yards, more on our fucking punter lately, later. Um, and Wisconsin, after that wonderful 24-yard punt, scored a touchdown about two minutes later to make it 10 nothing. So the defense takes the ball away. We take over, hold the ball for about 30 seconds, punt it 24 yards, and then, you know, Wisconsin scores after that. So the offense is doing nothing, nothing, nothing to help this team win. Winsack continued his inaccurate throws in the second half. He was thrown into double coverage. He's throwing the ball out of bounds. He's throwing the ball late, throwing the ball high. He's missing wide receivers again. I swear to God, A.J. Sarace cannot get here soon enough. A.J. Sarace is a <clears throat> big, accurate, four-star quarterback out of Notre Dame High School that's committed to Rutgers. He's coming here next year, and I cannot wait for him to be here. Now, <laughs> the chance that Shanna will take a chance and actually play a true freshman as a starter, you know, are about 1%. So, unfortunately, we're probably going to have to suffer through having, you know, Gavin Wimpsett as our quarterback, not just this year, but next year, unfortunately, which I'm just going to bang my head about. And I'll give you another example of that later. Um, it's just disappointing. Right. And it's deflating to feel like this team now has what I feel like is a hard ceiling <clears throat> with Gavin Wimsett here, meaning that we can only be so good. And by so good, I mean not very because we don't have a quarterback that's accurate. The quarterback is the absolute most important position in any sport, not just for football. Right. And, and we have a hard ceiling because Wimsett cannot be accurate. Now, at one point he was injured in the game in the third quarter and he left the game. And Evan Simon, our backup quarterback, who's not that great of a quarterback at all, but he came in in the third quarter, bing, bang, boom, two minutes later, couple completed passes, touchdown, and we scored our first touchdown of the game. We couldn't move the ball at all with Wimsat. Simon came in, two minutes later, we had a fucking touchdown. I was yelling at the screen before Wimsat got hurt that why don't we just put Simon in? Wimsat's so inaccurate and so ineffective here, it can't be worse with Simon in there. And then... It's like I sort of manifested something because Wimsat got hurt and two minutes later, Simon was in the game. I didn't want Wimsat hurt and I don't, but holy moly, it was, you know, we got, he got the ball. He made a couple accurate passes and bing, bang, boom, we were in the end zone. And of course, Rutgers being Rutgers, we missed the point after attempt. Just unbelievable. And Chano, they zoomed in on him when we missed the PAT and he facepalmed and as did all Rutgers fans, by the way, just it's. Just how it is. We gave up another touchdown and we were down 24 to 6. And for some unimaginable reason, Shannon went and put Wimsat back in the game. So why he did this with 11 minutes is just unfathomable. Wimsat had been dog shit all game long. All game. Then he gets hurt. Simon comes in, drives Rutgers down to a touchdown in two minutes. So naturally, what does he do when, you know, Wimsat is healthy again? Puts him back in. And what does Wimsat do? He continues to be inaccurate, looked like dog shit again, and we had to punt three and out because he missed another open receiver and just over and over and over. Wimsat misses passes. I continue, honestly, to feel really bad for the Rutgers defense as the Rutgers offense continues to sputter and sputter and sputter along. I think if I was on the Rutgers defense, I'd be fucking pissed. I'd be yelling at the offense at this point to just do something. Our defense is somewhat formidable at this point. We played very well in Michigan. We played very well in Wisconsin. These are road games against Big Ten powerhouses, Michigan and Wisconsin. And we stood up very, very well on defense. And it's just, it's hard to imagine. 
I have to say, too, by the way, that our punter, this Applebee dude, blows balls. He looked like a disaster today. He had so many ridiculous punts. Again, NJ.com with their heads up their ass are blaming it on the wind and this and blah. He just sucked. With the wind, against the wind, he sucked. He didn't have a punt over 40 yards with or without the wind. He sucked. He had a 34-yard punt with the wind behind his back. And and I, the Star Ledger guys are, are, are typing about, oh, it's because of the wind. Um, no, not in the first quarter. In any case, just another, you know, sort of ridiculous thing. Our special teams were the, the farthest thing from special today. We were a disaster. Our punt returner never returns any punts. Our, our kickoff returns, you might as well not even have any. Our punter sucks. I don't understand. And then we missed a point after attempt today. So wonderful. Also, I don't really understand why Greg Shannon is not using Sam Brown more than he is. I mean, Sam Brown is now back and he's healthy and he was our absolute best running back last year. And what does he do? He basically stands on the sideline for 90 to 100 percent of every game. And exactly why is that, Shannon? What the hell are we doing with Sam Brown? Especially in a game like this where Manungai was so ineffective, mostly because Wimsat's read options were just, let's hand it off every time. There's no option. So, I mean, we were sort of broadcasting what we're doing exactly. But the bottom line is Manungai was ineffective. We have a running back who we all think is probably even better than Manungai that is apparently not playing. And I don't understand why. I don't, what is it with Sam Brown this year? I mean, he's not like, you know, two, three months into the season here. He's not healthy anymore. He's healthy. So let's friggin' play him. Let's see what we got. Now, if you want to look for some positives in this game, in my opinion, Ian Strong is where you can look. Ian Strong is going to be a superstar receiver for the Rutgers Scarlet Knights down the road. You can mark my word. Strong is a big, strong freshman. He's a freshman wide receiver. He's got speed. He's got strength. He really reminds me in a lot of ways of Kenny Britt, honestly, with that like size and like those cut arms and just able to fight for, you know, fight defenders and jump high. I really, really, really like Ian Strong. I think he needs to be a bigger part of this offense. I think he needs to be targeted much more often. And I'm very excited for Ian Strong. And he made another couple good plays, including a touchdown catch where the guy draped all over him um, in, in this game. So uh, if you're looking for something to hang your hat on, I would say, you know, Ian Strong is, is the thing to, to look at. Now, in the end, when you step back and look at this game, and I'm going to wrap this up soon, guys, that disastrous pick six <clears throat> did us in. That unbelievably disastrous, awful gut punch. It was a 14-point swing, right? We're on their four-yard line. If we throw a touchdown pass there, Instead of 10 nothing, right? It's 10-7. Instead, it's 17 nothing. So instead of it being 10-7, the score at halftime is 17 nothing. They're up 17 instead of being up three. That is a 14-point swing. Instead of getting seven points, we gave up seven points. 14 points. Now, you know what? We lost 23 to 14. So you know what? Add 14 points to our score, and suddenly, you know, we actually have more points than, than they do. And certainly it's not to say for sure that we would have won, but God damn it, going in 10-7 into the second half, getting the ball in the second half, got a lot better chance to to have an upset than 17-0. But Wimsat, again, doomed us. And it's a stinging gut punch for Rutgers fans, and it has us all face-palming, like Shanna was when we missed the point after. Rutgers can hang its hat on our defense, though, still. We have an absolutely... Viable, good, consistent 
Big Ten defense. And I will put our defense up there in, I would say, the middle of the pack in the Big Ten, if not a little higher. We are very strong defensively, and it's tough to watch the offense. And when I say the offense, it's Wimsat, you know, perform like they do. I've already scanned a few quick, you know, hot takes from the NJ.com writers who are now writing, quote unquote, the offense needs to be better, right? Let me translate for you guys, because they don't want to say it. The offense equals Wimsat, you know, because the offense is improved, right? You know, the offensive line is improved. The wide receivers have improved. We have the best set of running backs in all of the Big Ten. We are improved. You know who has not improved? I wonder if you can guess, right? They just can't admit how bad Gavin Wimsat is. Now, Rutgers, at this point, is 4-2. and two. We have to win our next two games, basically, right? We're home against Michigan State on homecoming next Saturday, the 14th. And then we're at the road, on the road. <laughs> we're at the road. Uh, we're on the road at Indiana uh, the next week after that. And those are winnable games. And if we're going to get to six wins and get a bowl berth, those are the two games we have to win because we are not going to win any of our last four games. The last four of our season are Ohio State, Penn State, Iowa, and Maryland. And I would not expect any wins against any of those four teams for various reasons. Iowa can't really score, but Iowa's defense is really good. And if you saw our offense today, we're probably going to get shut out in Iowa. So we'll, we'll see. Ohio State, Penn State, Iowa, Maryland. We're not winning any of those games. Maryland's really good. They gave Ohio State quite a fight today. Yes, our offense has to be better. But as I stated a second ago, most of it's improved. I think our O-line's improved. I think our receivers are better. I think we have excellent running backs. You know who isn't better? I'll let you guess. You know, and if you can't guess after this rant, (laughs) you're probably not paying attention. All right, that's it for today, guys. Thank you for listening to Jersey Guys Sports. Please subscribe. Tell your friends all about it. I'll be back soon with some more sports talk. Thanks, and have a good day.